0: If your team got guaranteed money, tell them call me. Whoop!
1: Make me say, my, my, my. I done been around the world. Yeah, I was made for this. Player performance with J.A. Cavalier. Welcome back to another episode of Player Performance. I am J.A. Cavalier. Here it is, NFL week one. It's finally back. We're going to be here all season, giving you the information needed to beat the book, hopefully, making you a more informed player along the way. Those of you looking to sign up for premium service, links listed in the description below. Guys, be sure to subscribe, like, and set your alerts. This podcast is going to drop every Thursday. We don't want you missing an episode, one losing week in the history of this podcast. All picks and leans. One losing week. Started the podcast a week before Thanksgiving last year. So this is going to be the first NFL full season of player performance. The show continues to grow. We're going to be bringing you guest cappers, weekly giveaways, special offers, and of course, free picks, stats, trends, scores, odds, and more. All right, guys. Without further ado, let's go. Jump on the money train. We're locked. We are loaded. We are ready to roll. NFL week one.
0: Steelers at Bills. Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Buffalo laying six and a half. The total is 48 and a half. The Bills nearly made it to the Super Bowl last year, but Pittsburgh is loaded on defense and kept their offense together. Is six and a half too much?
1: The Bills were my pick to represent the AFC last year. They, of course, fell one game short. I doubled down this season. I'm starting the campaign early. Josh Allen for MVP. He balled out of control last year, but this year, no surprises. He's not going to be sneaking up on teams and his first big test comes week one. He's going to be facing one of the top passing D's in the league. Pittsburgh allowed fewest passing yards per attempt last year, but their offense struggled. Fifth fewest first downs in the AFC. No push from the O-line, couldn't establish the run and turnovers. They gave the ball away 18 times later last year. Now remember this, they opened up the season 11-0. They closed the season 1-4, and really struggling to score points down the stretch, closing the season 2-5 and against the spread. Now Buffalo, of course, was a cover machine. They covered in nine of their final 11 games to close the season, and we jumped on that bandwagon early. We rode that to the end. For this game, big money pouring in on Buffalo. 70% of the bank, 64% of the tickets. The market makers opened this game up and and it's hardly budged. I don't trust lines that don't move, especially when the action is so lopsided. Now, I'm not going to fade Buffalo, but I also won't tail them in this spot. What I will do is I'm going to lean under the posted total. The under is 5-1 and in the last six meetings between these two. And I expect that trend to continue here. Buffalo's offense is elite, but the Steelers actually match up well defensively. And though the Bills' defense may be average or just above, they actually have a huge edge over pittsburgh's offense so give me the under under the posted total of 48 and a half
0: jets at panthers new york jets versus carolina carolina is laying five total is 44 and a half darnold takes on his old team with their new quarterback and they're favored by five do you agree with that
1: Yeah, but that's because Sam Donald shouldn't be the focus. Christian McCaffrey should be. He practically missed the entire 2020 season. In 19, he had 2,300 yards and 19 touchdowns. Having him back gives this offense a huge boost. It also gives them a dynamic they lacked last year. Plus, remember, this isn't a bad Panthers defense. 22 takeaways last season. And don't get me wrong, Zach Wilson, he looked great in preseason. But this isn't the Packers twos and threes. He has starters coming for him now. Now, offensively, the Jets ranked last in both third down conversions and first downs gained. Before you fall in love with all the hype over Wilson, remind yourself that this is a team that won two games last year, playing a team that was competitive for most of the season. And Carolina, they closed really strong, covering four of their last six games, playing the fourth toughest schedule in the league. This team is going to be much improved for 2021 and it's going to start with a beat down this week of the Jets. Big money coming in on Carolina, opened at four, jumped to five. I like the Panthers in this game, and I'm good with this line moving up to six. I love this spot for Carolina. An overhyped rookie quarterback making his first start on the road. I'm not even going to play into the storyline. X-Jet seeks revenge. Sam Donald may have the best game of his young career. It's not going to be because he's playing against his former team. It's going to be because his former team happens to be the Jets. A team that was dead last in most defensive categories against the past. Take the Panthers, lay the points. What's up, guys? It's J.A. Cavalier with a special offer for all-player performance listeners. My pro football triple crown. Three max bets in the NFL for Sunday. Three straight, three two-team parlays. $100 player looking to make $1,000. $1,000 player looking to make $10,000. Get it all right now for just $99. That's right, $99 gets you the three biggest blowouts on the board for Sunday. So big on these games, it's fully backed. Pro Football, Triple Crown, must go 3-0, or the entire football season is free. Three max bets for just $99, must go 3-0, or the entire NFL season is free. Get it now. Link in the description below.
0: Chargers at Washington football team. Los Angeles at Washington football team. Washington plus one. Total is 44 and a half. This Chargers team is expected to be a dark horse in the AFC, but Washington beat some good teams last year. Do you think Herbert pulls this off?
1: Yeah, I don't care if it's one point or not. The wrong team is favored here. I actually have Washington a two-point chalk. I don't know what I'm missing. And yeah, I get it. Herbert is special. One of the best young quarterbacks in the league. But that's from a talent standpoint, right? This is a team game, in fact it's the ultimate team game. And outside of the skill positions, there really isn't a ton to love about the Chargers. They lost Hunter Henry to the Patriots, and a bad defense has gotten worse. They already ranked in the bottom half of the league in points allowed. Now they lose Melvin Ingram and Denzel Perryman. I love Washington in this spot. Washington is 6-2 against the spread their last 8 games overall. 5-1 ATS in their last 6 games as an underdog. I was an Alex Smith guy, maybe his biggest fan, but I actually think this offense is going to improve under Fitzpatrick. And sure, he's a gunslinger. Yes, he sometimes gets himself in trouble. But with this Washington defense, that's okay. Remember, he also makes plays. And Ryan Fitzpatrick's QBR had gone up the last two years in Miami. Now he gets a running game in Antonio Gibson. He gets a legit number one receiver in McLaurin. And by the way, they added Curtis Samuel. Remember how Samuel was used by Rivera in Carolina. A do it all back slash slot receiver. The kid makes plays. So this offense is going to be explosive. They're going to make a lot of noise. Give me Washington, money line. Keep your point. We don't need it. We'll take Washington to win this game outright.
0: Vikings at Bengals. Minnesota and Cincinnati. Cincinnati plus three, total is 48. Joe Burrow makes his return against a weak Viking secondary. Does he exploit it or get beaten?
1: Burrow barely played in the preseason. Realistically, he should have been getting every snap. The reality is we don't really know what we're going to get from Burrow. He tore both his ACL and MCL, so mobility is obviously going to be an issue, especially playing behind such a bad offensive line. Prior to the injury, the line was giving up three sacks a game. So how do you protect your biggest investment? How do you protect your quarterback? Well, not by drafting Chase instead of a top five tackle. They also have serious flaws on the defense defensive side as well, close to 400 yards per game, allowing 250 through the air and 150 on the ground. Dalvin Cook, he may go for two hundo in this game. Everyone is down on the Vikings. I'm expecting bigger things this season. They will be drastically better on defense. I mean, the Vikings had some key opt-outs last year and injuries. Prior to that, Minnesota was a top two, maybe top three defense. I expect their play to return to form. And not to mention, the Vikings get out of the gate quick. They've started well under Zimmer. Four and one their last five season openers. The chalk also covered four straight in this series. Sharp Money is back the Vikings. I'm backing the Vikings. I'm actually surprised this line isn't adjusting. 70% of the bank is on Minnesota laying the three. Regardless, lock this number in now. I'm very bullish on the Vikings in this spot. Take Minnesota. Give them the field goal. Are you a serious player looking for one game to send it in on this weekend? I have the game for you. Text the word player to 1917 584-8086. That's 1917-584-8086. My clients will be unloading on one game this weekend. You can too. Text the word player to 1917-584-8086 and find out what a winner could do for you.
0: 49ers at Lions. San Francisco at Detroit. Detroit plus 7.5. Total is 45.5. The Niners are healthy again. People forget that they played in a Super Bowl just two years ago. Trust them or wait it out?
1: So the obvious answer is gonna be the Niners in this spot. I mean, you kind of have to give the Niners a mulligan for 2020. No team was affected more. They were decimated with injuries, Jimmy G, Raheem Moser, receivers, the entire Niner defense. I mean, it got so bad that they we're actually playing home games in Arizona. But, and yes, there is a but, there's a ton of value with home dogs week one in the NFL, and more so when you're catching over a touchdown. But no, I'm not going to take the Lions in this spot. Outside of Goff, which I stated on many occasions was actually the right move for Detroit, there is absolutely nothing to like about this Lions team. But remember, Goff also struggles against San Francisco. Three and five career record against the Niners. And that was with the Rams. That was with McVay. That was with Aaron Donald. That was with the best defense in the league and legit weapons. Now he has no real threats at all and the worst defense in the league. How bad are the Lions defensively? dead last in yards per game, yards per play, first downs, and points per game. Bad recipe for facing a Niners team that is absolutely loaded. Fourth best offense in 2019, putting up nearly 400 yards per game. Shanahan's offense will return to form. I like San Francisco in this spot. However, I am not laying seven and a half on the road in NFL week one. It's really dangerous. I'll stay away from that. What I will do is I'm going to take the Niners in a front end of a two-team teaser.
0: Seahawks at Colts. Seattle at Indianapolis. Colts plus two and a half. Total is 48 and a half. The total has fallen three and a half points since the Open, but the Colts quarterback situation is messy. Leaning spread or
1: total? I caught this under early and I'm riding. This number is free falling for a reason. Most of that of course is due to the status of Wentz. Playing or not, he's not going to be 100%. So why wouldn't you take Seattle in this spot? Because all the numbers actually favor Indianapolis. Home team 4-0 both straight up and against the spread last four times these two teams have met. Colts 7-2 last nine home games. Seattle is going to be on the road week one, flying across country, I cannot comfortably lay three. I'm also not comfortable taking the three either. Wentz won't be 100%. He also had a quarterback rating under 80 last year. Agreed. Most of that was due to the O-line of the Eagles. Shouldn't be an issue in Indianapolis. But he was banged up in camp, missed all of preseason. As far as the system goes, remember, Reich was his coach in Philly. Shouldn't be an issue getting acclimated to the playbook. And he's going to know what the Colts want to accomplish offensively. But where the problem comes in is the lack of reps that he's had with the players around him. Expect Indy to struggle offensively. Defensively, entirely different story. Easily top five. Top 10 in points per game. Second in rush yards per game. Second best turnover differential in the nfl so the colts cause turnovers russell wilson turns the ball over this game has sloppy written all over it the seahawks tend to play to the under as is seven and two of their last nine games have gone under the posted total that trend continues i actually don't even think that this game is ever going to threaten the 48 and a half i like the under go under the posted total day week month and season packages available on why lose.com that's the letter y l-o-s-e dot com so my best bet for the show is going to be a two-team six-point teaser the san francisco 49ers laying one and a half and the kansas city chiefs at a pick 'em. that's a two-team six-point teaser niners and chiefs guys remember to pick up my pro football triple crown for nfl week one three straights three parlays start the season off on a high note link in the description below just 99 dollars $100 player looking to make $1,000, $1,000 player looking to make $10,000. Capitalize on this this week. My pro football triple crown. Again, link in the description below. Remember to subscribe and like. And if you disagree with the, with the games, you disagree with the picks, Go ahead and give us a big, fat thumbs down. Haters are always welcome. All right, guys, I'm J.A. Cavalier for Tessa Hall, and Big Mike will be back next week. We'll be back here next Thursday with NFL Week 2. Until then, remember, bet with your head, not above it. Day, week, month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y. L-O-S E.com.